Welcome to Bar Chat. That's where it's at. I'm Lexi. I'm Bianca. And I'm Becca. And, and we're chatting all things dance. So you guys always ask us a whole bunch of questions on TikTok, on Instagram, in our DMs, in our comment sections. So today we are going to answer those questions. We are doing a Q&A episode. Woo! So we have chosen our favorite questions from you guys. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, threw you off. It's okay. We've chosen our favorite questions from you guys, printed them out and put it in a hat. So we are going to select them at random and we are going to answer them for you guys. So I hope that we answer your questions today. Okay, first question. <laughs> Let's go. Lexi, would you like to pick? Sure. All right. Rate dance styles best to not favorite to do. Okay. So I think I'm rating. <laughs> so like your most favorite to least favorite. Yeah. So I'm rating my favorite dances like most to your least favorite genres to. that you like. Okay. I would probably put contemporary at the top. Mm -hmm. Jazz after it. Then hip hop. Then tap, then ballet, then points. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, yeah, like around contemporary, um, jazz, ballet, um, jazz, funk, hip hop, and then maybe tap somewhere's around there too. I don't know. I don't like having least favorites because I I need to push myself on all styles. So like, if I tell myself I don't like something, then I'm not gonna go into the class like feeling as great. That's fair. I, I have um. <laughs> it kind of just depends on my mood like some days I I like ballet a lot more some days I like contemporary more um but generally speaking it would be contemporary ballet and hip-hop at the top then I would do like jazz jazz funk tap and I actually have a least favorite which is modern I just That's don't fair. like modern yeah and it's not it's such a hit or miss but I've had many years of training in it I just think it's boring I don't like it. It's like me and Pilates and yoga. Wait, you don't like the lateral T? No. And the lateral T <laughs> so turns. What, what's your least or, yeah, least favorite modern style? Horton. Graham is nicer because I feel like. Do you want to explain what that is to people that don't know? I mean, Martha Graham invented the Graham technique, and that involves a lot more contractions and it's curved very shapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very emotive, and there's a lot more curved shapes with the arms and your torso like everything is it's almost like dancing up to the sky I feel like and then Horton is more line based movements very angular um and then there's a couple other styles of modern modern as well but I mainly trained in Graham especially and Those Horton are the main two they focus on yeah in school and then there's like Dunham and like all the other Malone ones was yeah like a big one that my school had that is my favorite. I love modern. Yeah. I, I kind of forgot about modern because mm -hmm. I'm like not really in that world right now. Mm -hmm. Don't mind me. My voice is gone, but it's like so raspy. Yeah. Um. But I really do love modern. I feel like where I don't like is when it's not like the classical modern technique, when it gets more like concerty, contemporary and like people put their own twist to it. I do love like the classical technique of a lot or if not all moderns. So. I just think about like the other styles and how like I, I don't know like I just like them more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can do I'll do a modern class if I have to, but if I'm picking and I'm paying for a class, it's not going to be that first. Yeah. yeah so that's my least favorite. Sure. 
Okay, so did you just throw that on the floor, Lexi? Yes. Okay, so okay. I'll pick <laughs> the next one. Um, I'm going to go in a little deeper here for the, our podcast listeners. This is our paper. Oh, one fell out. And this question is, any tips on how to start dance as an adult? So I get this DM very, very often. Mm-hmm. I get this question very often. And of course... It depends on where you live. Some cities have so much access to adult dance classes. Other cities don't. But also, I think even starting at home, there's so many online dance platforms nowadays that you are kind of in the comfort of your own home where you can start learning dance. Um, Doing dance workout classes can also be like a great way to start depending like a people do like ballet bar as like a workout. So they have classes like that. And then, yeah, just finding adult classes in your area and just don't be afraid to be a beginner. Like, I think that's the scariest part about beginner dance classes. That was sarcasm. No, 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 that's good. Don't be afraid to be a beginner. Well, because I kind of, everybody starts there. Exactly. Yeah, because I, that was really hard for me when I started because I felt so behind I was with like a lot of younger people in my levels when I first started dancing and you can't really let that get to you. Everyone is in a different stage of their life and everyone grows differently. Some people have been dancing for years and even if you're the most beginner or you don't know as much as everyone else in your adult um, beginning class, just know that be patient with yourself and give yourself time to grow and learn these things and you're there to because you love it. So just... Hold on to that. I keep seeing so many TikToks on my For You page, and it's like, join me with a day in my life as I start ballet in my 20s. And I love I watching love those, those videos because I'm like, yes. Like, I feel like there's such a stigma where, like, you have to start dance at a young age. Yeah. And, like, that's not the case. Like, mm-hmm. my mom, she mainly took dance classes when she was in her 20s. And, like, I just love seeing people be a beginner at an age that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Because... I feel like, and this goes for every activity, every hobby, like people just assume you have to start young to be good, but that's not the truth. No, it's not. And it takes a lot of courage to start older because you feel behind. But then also if you think to, like, I think of Missy Copeland and while she wasn't an adult when she started, she was about 13 or 14 years old. And now she's the principal of a ballet company and she's built this entire, you know, platform Mm -hmm. off of her career, but she started in her teens and as a woman in ballet that's like you know you should heard of you should already be getting apprenticeships at that yeah, age I in a know, sense yeah so like it's anything is possible and you can do it and like they said don't be afraid to be a beginner because everyone has to start somewhere and if that's a passion of yours that you feel like it's building inside of you just go for it yeah. there's open classes all the time you can take open ballet open hip-hop especially in LA there's like endless and new york yeah yeah so a lot of cities too yeah offer like philadelphia yeah like they have it too open level classes which means all levels are welcome so you don't have to feel intimidated like there's room for everyone to grow and everybody's at a different level and wherever you are just be okay with that as your starting point and then just work hard i always say work hard because people are like well how do i how do i get better how do i get good and it's like you it just have time. To just it does do it. Take time. It's a process, but you have to work hard. Like you have to set goals, make a vision board, like write things down to hold yourself accountable and mm. make sure that you're seeing that growth because set it's goals not and achieve them. Yeah. It's steady. Like but it's Abby not a Miller spike. You don't just spike in like 
hit prima ballerina level or professional dancer level. Like it takes so much time because it's a physical sport. Yeah. And you have to like train your muscles. It's muscle memory. So be patient. They had a adult dance class at my studio for a little bit around my junior, senior year. So my mom would go and take like uh, adult ballet classes. And it was always while my jazz class was going on. So sometimes I go and like watch her and it's like the roles are reversed. That's so cool. Yeah. Because she's always in the waiting room watching me. So now it's the other way around. That's very cute. I love when parents are inspired by their children to start dancing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I love it. Yeah. Like my, oh, I don't think I ever told you guys this. This isn't like my dad took dance but at my dance studio they always had like daddy daughter dances so for my for 10th grade 11th grade and 12th grade recitals we always did a dance together and it was like the cutest thing because they had everyone who wanted to do it so it started with like the three-year-olds and their dads and then it switched to like the 10-year-olds and their dads and then to the oldest ones and their dads and it was so cute and my dad such a theater guy like he was living up there like he had the best time he loved it and like it really got him into dancing and he does theater so like he's danced before but like it, he he really did like it. Like, it was just really cute. So, so I like that fun. my studio offered that because it's so cute. Like, it's just a great way to, like, get the parent involved in the child's interests and hobbies and spend time together. I just mm-hmm. think it's really cute. Yeah. yeah. I feel like everyone should dance at one point. Whether like it's, everyone does at some point. Yeah. Everyone takes ballet when they're two years old. But even <laughs> if it's, like, hopping into a Zumba class. Like, it's so like therapeutic. Yeah. It's, like, truly an uh, amazing thing. But moving on. Okay. This just says stage fails. So moments that you failed yeah. on stage. I actually can't think of one. <laughs> we like, just never so fail. Perfect. I, I never I, fail. The, the only thing that I can really think of right away is that the one thing that I already told, told yeah. you where I literally blurted something out when there was no music. It's like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. This isn't my story, but it was the first thing that I thought of just now when I, um, when they asked that question, but, um, I was in a dance with my friend and it was a dance where one side of the stage does the choreography one way and the other way side mirrors it and it changes a little bit. And one of my friends, I always get so confused when I'm backstage. I'm always, what what side of the stage am I entering on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally the minute I leave the stage, automatically I don't know what my next entrance is. so flustered. So it happened to my friend. She went on the other side of the stage and got all confused. And so she just had to make it work and did the choreography mirrored like on the spot. But that was, I, I think about that That's so crazy. often because I'm like, I cannot imagine. That's crazy. I guess, I don't know if this is considered a fail because like we saved it, mm-hmm. but have you guys ever heard of the Will Roger Follies, our favorite son with the yeah. red glove and the blue glove? Yeah. And like, of course, it's such an iconic We had number. one too. You did it? Oh, I think so. Yeah. So we did it my freshman year of high school and this that one, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be forever one of my favorite dances. Like it was just a really fun dance, but also you have your red hand and you have your blue hand, and you have to get it right. You're all sitting side by side next to each other, and there's like 20 of us, and you're doing the same exact like handography, I guess. And it's like a very specific, like it's choreography that like is just it has to be the same every time it's done anywhere. So it's very particular, and if someone has the wrong hand, you can see that. So there's one part of it when you lay on your back and you're doing like kicks yeah and oh my for gosh. some reason somebody in the middle this was at a competition someone in the middle got off and was on the wrong foot and somehow everyone to the left of her followed her but the girl to the right of her did not so we were split half and half uh-huh. so it didn't look as bad because it was literally like red blue blue red yeah red, blue. like it was okay but 
we didn't like the two girls in the middle didn't know what was going on on the side so like yeah. it could have been very bad if it was split at the wrong place but like i i don't know i'd consider that maybe a stage fail just because that like we were working so hard on that and then somehow it got off and we've never done that before yeah too. that's crazy yeah. that your studio did that dance because my studio did that dance too it's kind of weird because i feel like it's not that common of a dance like yeah people i think don't it's compete more like it. a traditional dance yeah. but also i took dance in high school but it wasn't like dance it was like the cotton eye joe like i'm not even joking it was yeah. very interesting but instead of the gym that's what i did and there was a whole like maybe it was like folk dance i don't remember what the unit was but we learned it there as well but i had already known it so i was like oh like this is so cool like i didn't expect to even learn it once let alone twice like it was just yeah. like weird but yeah. yeah so i guess that'd be my stage film all right i will pick oh you went first you're right yeah okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Worst type of dancers. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? <laughs> no, like probably Becca and Bianca. <laughs> um, I guess like let's dancers that. that are like your pet peeves, <laughs> like dance pet peeves Dan in yeah, dance class, like, like pet peeves that other dancers do. Worst type of dancers. Okay, okay. Like I, I just thought technique right away, but like uh, no, I thought oh, of no, something no, 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 very not like particular. That. I'm thinking more like at least for me, like just people that. Things that they do. That they do that are annoying. Okay. I guess I always get annoyed when people show up late to class. Like, I know that's like a very, Mm -hmm. like, you know, typical one, but like, especially when it's an important day and you have a lot to do, like, just come on time. Like, you know when it's starting, you know where the location is. Like, you go to class there every single day. Do you mean late, like five minutes or like 20 minutes? Because I've seen both. Um, You weren't allowed in the doors at my studio if you were a minute late. Same really? with my college, yeah. even like one second late. Yeah. I mean, I guess Structure. now that I say that, I'm thinking more of like college, honestly. Yeah. When the class is like early in the morning and then they purposely come late, like after the warm ups or stuff, just to <gasps> skip it. Yeah. Oh my because God. I saw I would that happen never a lot. Never. Yeah. Specifically in my contemporary class, and it started at 9 40. Which mm-hmm. like that's a random time. It's yeah, it's it's 9 40 to eleven ten. Isn't that so like what? They always do that at college. I know. Mine was weird too. It was like 10 50 to like 11 30 yeah. 11 like i don't understand i know it's very weird but yeah. yeah like people would specifically or i'm sorry purposely come late and i'm like i like and the thing is i'm so, a dance yeah. minor but i'm taking class with a lot of the dance majors and i'm like if this is your major like don't you want to be here for that class like i just don't understand and you're paying so much and for you're it paying so much for the class like if you don't want to do it that's fine but like then don't do just it don't come altogether. for the day yeah. yeah i don't know i just get annoyed because i'm like this is your livelihood like take it seriously yeah because if you can't take it seriously in college i don't know what to expect from you or also wait sorry i have one more yeah people not telling you they're going to be absent until like the last minute or like not telling the teacher like from a rehearsal for a rehearsal yeah, oh yeah that's like, so annoying for example, like i choreograph for my dance company and like this isn't based off of anything that they've done i'm just like thinking like if somebody told me the yeah. day before a day of that they weren't going to be there i'd or be like an hour because, before yeah because like unless it's like a good reason of course but i'd be frustrated because it's like we only have so long to teach everything and perfect it and like i don't like having to go over things like yeah. especially if you clear the schedule beforehand that's and the thing like, like when you, you do, do it, it for them yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. why are you happened before it's like, why are you the exception yeah right? literally yeah. like yeah but um something that i really dislike is when you're learning choreography with a teacher and there's that one person that just keeps like giving people notes. Like <gasps> at my school, that. they would kind of designate somebody to be like the person for the dance that like remembers everything and has all oh, of the choreography. And it was Were you always that person. No, oh. because I didn't kiss their 
behind the way that these people did. Another one kissing. Yeah, but they kind of go hand in hand in this way where like that type of personality was always the assistant to the choreographer for our pieces. And they would literally just be like, "Um, can I just say something for the whole class? And it's like, no, like that's not your job. Let the court or they're like give notes. Like you should flex your foot. It's actually a flex foot. Like, no, you're not the teacher. And it just makes me so angry. I'm like, please, like, please just sit down. Stop. Have you ever been the person? Oh, sorry. It was just so prevalent at my school. Rehearsal settings in like dance environments show sometimes like the worst of some people. Yeah. Like it really brings out like the worst. Tech week or like right yeah. before a show like people but even the process of learning it's, it's usually the process for me at least like Ugh. i've always been like okay just like they really take the role down, on calm i down. know they like act like they're like the principal of the school it's just so i can't it's like a pet peeve mm-hmm. yeah like, please be quiet but you know it's the worst when there's two of them yeah and they're and like they best friends fight. no and then they fight with each other right. about no it should be flexed no actually it should be pointed and it's like okay oh, like two big personalities yeah how yeah. about you ask the choreographer yeah yeah or just let them do their job wait i have yeah. a question have you ever done this because i have been the person that's like you see someone's doing it wrong, so then you ask the teacher to clarify yes. for yourself. Maybe a couple times. Because whenever I do that, it's more like I'm looking at for the interest of the group, and I'm like, oh, like, is it flexed or pointed? So then they hear it, but I, like, because I don't call people out. Like, that's not my place, obviously. But I've definitely done that where I'm like, oh, like, like is yeah. it flexed or pointed? Oh, it's flexed? Great, I'll flex it. Yeah. Like, trying to, like, oh. help them. I have another one. Okay, I feel you're, like this you're, question you're unlocked allowed. a lot. It's I just, have one too, but... Okay, I don't know if this is going to be what you're thinking, but... Okay. Dancers that are not spatially aware. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that's what I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> not, and I have actually... We have experiences. <laughs> but I have a story about something recently... Not recently, something that happened years ago, and it's just so funny. We actually, side note, we took a dance class, me and Bianca, oh. um, a few months ago, where we ran into this problem too. And it was like... I swear this person was following us. Like we'd go to different parts of the room to like, you know, it just respect everyone's space. Right. And then like respect your own space. Yeah. yeah. And then Personal like this bubble. person, I swear, was like attached to me or something. Cause for some <laughs> reason they did not get the hit. Like, and I'm it's, not trying and I never am ever gonna be rude about it. But you just move. You're trying I, to move yeah, and then they I follow you. Move. It's like and Pac-Man. Then, and then I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is the worst luck ever. Yeah. And that's one thing. But then it gets into the injury territory. And at least I know that Becca and I have experience with injury due to lack of somebody else's spatial awareness. I got a concussion because of that. Somebody kicked me in the head. This was a dance that literally was rehearsed for like two or three months. We were filming or not filming. We were doing tech the night before the show and then I couldn't do it because I got kicked in the head wait you didn't end up doing the show no I didn't know that yeah I had I couldn't because like it was really bad and it was a big deal but I'm not gonna get into that right now but that happened yeah and I understand okay well the problem at my school was that they would let in dancers that didn't have more than a year of experience to be honest really and yep and listen everybody deserves to dance but at a conservatory where you are majoring in dance there needs to be some level of awareness with Mm. your space and your surroundings and you can't just suddenly have that if you're a beginner because you don't get it yet you have to learn but in your dance studio like everybody needs to have their own little personal space especially when you're learning choreography with legs that's my biggest thing 
mark your legs when you are learning something. If there's a room of like 40 people at a class, do not go full out there when you're standing right next to somebody. I see it happen way too much. Somebody gets kicked in the face. It used to happen all the time at my school. And I was just like, have we not learned by now? Like after four black eyes, have we not learned? Yeah, that that's kind of learned. not supposed to happen. It's not a normal thing. So. Yeah. So the story that always comes up for me with spatial awareness is I was at a dance convention and we were doing l- leaps across the floor. And I don't oh. know. And this person was already kept getting in my way during class. And they went behind me for leaps. And for some reason, they were leaping directly behind me so when my back leg we were doing like a split leap when my back <laughs> leg was up their front leg hit my back leg you guys and went- i fell on the floor no they were fine oh of they course going i fell on the floor in front in of everyone and i was i just like fell like not in the splits no <laughs> but it was in front of everyone luckily luckily it was and i knew the convention teacher so she was like Oh my god, are you like are you okay? But like did everybody see it? Yeah, everyone saw and I was just so cuz it looked like I made a mistake. Right. And I was the one like that fell. No, it was not me. This was sabotage. Did they say I'm sorry or anything? Were I they like so. unaware of what happened? I don't know, maybe they weren't aware. I don't really remember. I just remember being mad. Yeah. <laughs> and just upset and frustrated. Mad. Although it is like things like that do happen. It was just one of those things where I'd already been having troubles with them like mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, oh, you they knew follow. Them. I swear, no, 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 no. Oh. just throughout the day, okay, okay, the convention okay. day, gotcha. they just kept. I swear, I have a gravitational pull yeah. for people with spatial. Yeah, maybe or maybe it's me. I don't maybe, know. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> maybe is this about us? Or is, it, is this play about <laughs> us? Play about us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what just happened. Um, okay, so I guess I'll pick my next question. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> my voice is so raspy today. I'm like, okay. Um, I guess I'll pick my better question. What did you just say? I actually don't know what you said. <laughs> 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 just talking raspy. I said, I guess I'll pick my next question. Talk in raspy. Talk <laughs> like raspy. it's a font. <laughs> <laughs> like cursive. You're talking. Are we, are we, are we, I guess okay. I'll pick my next question. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done a whole episode just talking in cursive. <gasps> okay. Okay. We'd get like. That'll be half of the episode <laughs> on. is just starting cursive. now. Okay. That'll be our bonus episode. All of a sudden, like our. Listening goes way down. <laughs> Welcome oh. to Boris. Dash Boris. Oh boy. Okay. okay. This is an interesting question. How do you deal with unfair casting? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do that. I'm sorry. Um, it's such a big issue. It is obviously your. There's always some political aspect of casting, whether you like it or not, there's always going to be some sort of politics and favoritism and this and that. And sometimes it works to your advantage and sometimes it doesn't. And I think you just, at least for me, like I just, you just really need to stay very grounded and centered and just like calm yourself down a little bit and just know that one role doesn't, it doesn't really define who you are and you just need to know that and you know that you're good and you are confident in your talents and you don't need the validation or approval from a casting director or the person casting the show although it would be nice 
Sometimes it doesn't always work that way. Here's the thing. Casting is super subjective everywhere you go. There's always going to be some sort of biasness. And like Becca said, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But you cannot let it get to you because everywhere you go, it's going to be the same story. So you just have to stay consistent with your training and with your just not letting like just don't let it knock you down. Because if you do, that's half the industry really like you can't let it get to you you can't let anything get to you in this industry i know (laughs) kind of just on the subject of like the biases that happen with casting it could be like financial reasons family friendship connection reasons the list goes on but i wish there was a way to base it mostly off talent that's Me too. something that Wait, that's such a weird idea, Bianca. I know what a weird concept to all these studios because I what don't they do think that's possible. The old, listen, I okay. If <laughs> we're at a studio growing up, recreational, whatever, even competition studio, I understand the concept of seniority in that way. Where if somebody's been at the studio for ten years of their life, they're about to graduate and and go on to something else. Yeah, give them the lead role, one of the lead roles, because you know, let them shine. When it comes to college and things like that I feel like it should be about talent because you are literally spending so much money to be there and if if you're there like you're there for a reason it should be off of talent and not what year you are at the school because everybody like that's where the issues start to come because then it goes back to like spatial awareness if somebody that's not ready for the role it's just that in my experience I personally had to go through those kinds of things where I would see somebody get cast in one of the lead roles that was not qualified to get those roles. And it's not anything against them as a person or a dancer. It's just when it comes down to it, when you boil it down, people are fit for certain roles and it doesn't even mean it has to be you. It's just like, but it should be. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I don't think that any of those Outside factors should determine your role in a piece, whether it's a big role or a small role. But sadly, it, should, it does. Yeah, but it should just be not about politics, but more just about your ability and your training and your dancing and how you can make the role look the best that it can. And I've just seen so much of the opposite, and I just feel like yeah, just, it's the balance is off. Um, one thing that I also think, too, especially in a school environment or even in a studio environment – um, someone's dedication should also be a factor yeah. because yeah. you could have, even if they are like the best dancer, if they have bad work hair, ethic, one bad work ethic and bad attendance, especially in a school yeah. where you are being graded on attendance. That's a big thing too. And someone never comes to class or doesn't ever care or care, or even when they're in class, mm-hmm. what why would they deserve a role? Of course, it's the whole picture. Yeah. It's like your work ethic, your it's training. It's unfair. Like, yeah. That's really, it's... A Don't lot give of it, it to someone who doesn't care, like... Because it's like, honestly, I'd rather have somebody who is putting everything into it, wants to be there, is always there, and loves what they do, and is maybe... 80% what you were looking for as opposed to the 100% package yeah. who missed half the re- rehearsals has a terrible attitude. And that's another thing. Yeah. The people who get the leads or just are the stars or are put in the front middle all the time and are so cocky about it. Like a diva. Like, like they're such like they're the dance diva. They're the theater diva. Like we all know people like that. And yep. I absolutely cannot stand them because I'm like, in what world do you think that you can speak down to other people that are in the same show, the same program as you, the same class? Like, 
I just think it's so like it's inhumane, like, honestly. Like, don't talk to people like that. Yeah. You don't need to act like that. There's no reason because why do you think you're better than everyone else? And like, even in high school drama club growing up, like something about the lead, it could go either way because they could be the nicest person and they can make the show extremely wonderful of and course. an amazing place to be a part of, or they can make it a living nightmare and everyone fears them and everyone wants to be their friend, but also is terrified of them. And it's like, that's not the way to do it. It's, it's like a really hostile not. environment. Yeah. And it rubs off on everybody it else. It really too. does. Yeah. That's a big one. I yeah. feel like. Should we do the next one? Uh, yeah. It's all you. Hmm. 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 Why did you guys start dance and what made you start it? Well, it started about two weeks ago and <laughs> I just really found a love for it. Okay. <laughs> I started two weeks into my time on earth, basically. Well, I was two and my parents and my dad tell me the story that like literally before I could even walk, I was dancing. Like I was twirling and like I couldn't stop dancing in whatever way I knew how. And my dad went to my mom and he was like, we should probably enroll her in dance classes. And they were like, yeah, okay. So they did. And the class started at the age of like three and I was obviously younger and they didn't typically let you know, that age in. Uh, but my parents were like, can you just please let her have a trial class? Let her just do it. And I'm, I promise you, like she wants to be here. And the teacher was like, ah. and then they finally convinced her. Um, and after the class, the teacher was like, okay, like she can join. Are you good since a young age? I don't know if I would say like good in like a technique sense, but I was very serious about it and mm -hmm. I wanted to be there. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Like I was never the child that was like picking their nose in the corner, like not crying and like wanting mm -hmm. to leave. I literally always wanted to be there and I, I took it so seriously. Um, and I look back on pictures now and I'm like, oh wait, I kind of was good. Aw, that's like Because I, I just cared about the details and stuff. And like yeah. I think that being in dance at, a, at such a young age is something where – you not only like get conditioned to want to stay in it, but I like just love it in general. So I never saw a reason to leave. Like the reason yeah. I started dance was because I was just dancing at home all the time as a kid. And then my parents were proactive about it and just put me in those classes and it worked really well. Like some kids have that same experience where their parents will put them in something. They don't like it. Then they try soccer, you know? Yeah. But for me, it just happened that dance was, yeah. And I also was doing gymnastics and I liked it, but not enough. So we just stopped that and then we just stuck to dance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, like at a young age, I feel like it's a 50, 50, your parents have a say, you can choose if you yeah. like it or not, but they just kind of mesh together and yeah. ta-da. So. I have a pretty similar story. I mean, when my mom gave birth to me, I actually came out in tap shoes doing in the splits. In the splits, also doing a time step, which was really that's not crazy because I was so doing like hey you. big spender out of the womb. Really, yeah. Mm, the bar, crazy. all of it was there. Wow, I was yeah. in the Dukas and everything. Mm. I didn't even know they made that in my size at that age. Yeah, yeah. I know. My mom was in the womb where we got the metal plates for the tap shoes, but you know what? Like sometimes a miracle's a miracle. But no, I was the <laughs> same way where my mom. And dad also put me in dance when I was two years old. And I think it was more because, like, they were theater people and they were like, oh, you know what? Like, let, like let's put her in something, you know? So they put me in dance. And I don't know how well I did or how not well I did in class, but something my dad always says is, like, whenever I was on stage, I wasn't the crier. I wasn't the one not paying mm -hmm. attention, regardless of if I was doing the dance, which I think I always was. I was always smiling up there. Yeah, like, I same. was always having a good time and I really liked it. And I think it's because... I'm an attention seeker and I love being on stage. I'm just kidding. 
I'm not. Um, but I was no. like, I'm not. <laughs> like, I, <Scratch> I <laughs> no, but he always said, like, I always just had such a good time on stage. But when it really started clicking for me, like, I think I just stayed in it because, you know, I didn't hate it. Right. So it was like, <laughs> why, well, why stop? Like, if she's not miserable and not having a bad time, let's keep it going. And when she says stop, we'll stop. Mm-hmm. And I did. I also did gymnastics for yeah. a while. And. I did it for a good amount of time, and then once dance started to pick up, I also did modeling. I did soccer for, like, six months, and I think I did Girl Scouts for, like, maybe two. <laughs> I did Girl Scouts for, like, two months. Yeah, like, there, but there's also no time to do anything. I got kicked out of Girl dance. Scouts because I never showed up to That's the meeting. I didn't show up either. <laughs> um, Those were with my dance friends. We all went to the same <laughs> yeah. group. It was, like, yeah. But, yeah, like, I – the passion really started to kick in in, like, middle school, which was when I stopped doing gymnastics because I was like, you know what? I love this and I want to take it even more seriously. Not that I wasn't taking it seriously. Just focus on but that. like it really, everything just clicked and I was like, well, this is going to be my personality for the rest of my life. Yeah, like that's kind of what it was. But yeah, so that's yeah, my story. Um, so my story is a little bit opposite yeah. of that. Oh my God, my voice. Opposite. But so as you know, I started dance late, but before I started dance, I first was a cheerleader Mm -hmm. and that's always what I said like I fell in love with performing in that aspect because they teach you the cheesiest facial smiles especially when you're doing it at a younger age that's all they really care about is like the little facials and all of that and like doing your hair all crazy and your makeup all crazy like I really fell in love with that and then I got really interested in rhythmic gymnastics my mom put me in that and I loved that a lot and I loved how serious it was. And I loved how rigorous it was. Like, I loved how hard it was. Like, rhythmic was such a challenge. And even to this day, I'm like, I don't know how I did it. Yeah. But what I always got really frustrated about was how it was so sport, like, oriented, which means, like, there was a scoring base. So it was, like if you did this amount of tricks, like you had to hit your points. It was less of the performing and more of, did you catch the ball or did you hit nail that turn? And you were like mandatory to do an eight count of dance steps in each routine. And that's all I cared about. And I would perform my heart out. Literally these rhythmic gymnasts, they don't like smile most of the time, at least from my experience, they never smile when they perform. I used to wink at the judges. Like, I I always do that at competitions. No, as like, a rhythmic, as a rhythmic gymnast, like that's not heard of, at least in my time, like winking at the judges. Like, Ooh. who did I think I was? Like they yeah. the really the though. story of my family is that one of my first competitions, my mom was like, How was it? And I was like, I like gave them my all and I smiled at them and I winked at them, but they gave me nothing back. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't, they didn't smile. They didn't do anything Stone cold because it's, it's all lit. You're not on a stage or anything. It's just in a gymnasium or something. Gym and nasium. Nasium. <laughs> so I really realized that I loved the artistry and the dance aspect. And I'd always not understand how, like, why that wasn't the focus. And I was like, well, that's not the sport. So that's when I really got into dance. And that's when I fell in love with dancing. But yeah. it's just, I love stuck. Yeah. And that's what stuck. And I love to see my journey through it all. Like cheer. I r- give cheer so much like, um, of the reasoning why I love like the performing aspect of it. And then rhythmic gave me like the tricks and the flexibility and the discipline. And then here I am. So it's all just a beautiful circle. So let's move on to the next question. 
Thanks, Bianca. Of course. All right. So happy to help. Oh, okay. I guess I'll hold this on the table. What Sorry, I'm looking at Tuffy. He's right at the door. I can't see him from here. He's, he's sniffing. Back. Let's bring Tuffy in. <gasps> oh, he's coming in. I'm glad I stopped. Come here, Tuffy. Hi. Come Aww. here. Bar chat listeners, this is Tuffy, and he doesn't like to be climbing. Tuffy, speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder if that was picked up. Oh, are you going to sing? Are you going to say something to the bar chat listeners? (laughs) (laughs) He's licking the microphone. (laughs) Tuffy, you're so cute in your little sweater. He loves sweaters, Tuffy. He's so iconic. He's ready. He's getting comfortable. I kind of want to keep him. He's getting comfortable. Let's just. Do one of the questions with right, Tuffy in the room. He, the door? he said, I'm it. <laughs> he said, this is our podcast, yes? Okay, let me pick. All right. How did you guys meet? Oh, that's a cute question. We've talked about that, but it was probably in the first episode, like, mm-hmm. way back when. So let's dive into it. So I guess, um, well, Becca, do you want to start Wait, with this one? Just because um, we, we can start about how we all friends. found each other first before we became friends. Because it starts there. Okay. So I... Well, Becca, Bianca, and I all make very similar content, as Mm -hmm. you guys have seen. Like, we all do stuff about dance, but usually we're not dancing. We're usually, like, doing POVs and skits and, like, comedy stuff related to dance. So you would understand why we'd all be on each other's For You pages. So, yeah. So I had seen Becca's videos. I genuinely don't remember seeing Bianca's videos until Becca told me about them. But so Becca and I, we were, what, mutuals, right, on TikTok? Yeah, so... And this was back in... 2020 2020 yeah so we had known like who each other was and we had like commented on each other's videos and stuff and I was like oh like she seems cool she seems like a real person like well okay like not like that but like oh like it's not like a crazy person no (laughs) (laughs) she seems like somebody that you would get along with (laughs) (laughs) take it away Becca wait yeah can I answer this question just because I I was like the um the the bridge so we all like don't need to unfortunately um so uh, yeah i have always seen lexi and bianca's videos on my for you page so of course i followed both of them and me and lexi were mutuals first and then me and bianca were also though it's yeah just, and then me and, me and bianca became mutual i don't know the timeline of like the becca and bianca versus that becca was and lexi. that was 2020 yeah so i was basically i was mutuals with both of them at some point but i actually met bianca first because we, we both became yeah we both lived in la and i was home for break and I had seen that Bianca followed me on Instagram. So I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to follow her back. Like, that's really cool. And then within the next few weeks, because I don't really go on people's Instagrams, but within the next few weeks, she posted that she was teaching at Millennium. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. And I DM'd you asking for Mm -hmm. a guest spot. Yeah. So you knew that I was coming because I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. We're going to meet. And so I showed up to her class and we ended up talking after class. Mm -hmm. And then. Bianca was like, oh, my God, let's collab together. So we met up, I think, once. And then we made a few collab videos. And then later in the summer, me and Lexi got together because she had previously DM'd me because she was getting a job opportunity from a company that I she knew I was affiliated with. Mm -hmm. So she sent me a DM and was like, 
Asking business. me questions about it. Yeah, just, you know. Strictly, strictly business. business. Strictly We are not going to be friends. We are just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. Yeah. And then leave me alone. For my and own then We ended up realizing that we had so much in common. I remember the first, like, that was when we both found out that we did Tremaine together. That's when I realized maybe we, it's not just business. Maybe I'll be her friend, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It was kind of <laughs> crazy. And then we met up in New York. and Well, because you had said to me, like, oh, like. Let me know if you're ever in New York and I'll do the same. And then it just happened that like a month later, we happened to be in New York on the same exact day. Yeah. Like it was just weird. That's so crazy. I know. Um, so yeah, so we happened to be in New York the same exact day. So we were like, okay, let's meet up. So we did. And we hung out in New York. We made some TikToks. We, what else did we do? Was that really it? We walked and then I got food poisoning later that night. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She got so sick after I left. Like a really, really rare form timing. of food poisoning. I was out but for like almost a month. Wasn't it just like pizza or something? It, it was, was it was undercooked or did chicken. We eat chicken. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get food. No, we didn't get food and cause you had eaten a late lunch right before we oh, hung out. Yeah. So I didn't eat like for a really long period of time. So by the end of us hanging out, I got so caught up in the conversation that like I kind of forgot. Like what we do. And then all day. I was going out to meet up with friends later that night. So I was like Okay, wait, I quickly need to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when you're just so, I was so hungry. You I like went to the first place I saw and I probably like, if I wasn't as hungry, I probably wouldn't, would have noticed maybe that the chicken was a little weird. But like, you know, when you're just like, just was it like so raw fast. or was it just maybe? I don't know. It was a raw piece of chicken. Yeah, she was, she like, was so hungry. No, probably. Well, it was um, <laughs> it was coated in a lot of different things, so I really couldn't Ugh, tell. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, there was like a lot of sauces on top, but that was I a felt traumatic. so bad. So I remember texting you like after, and you're like, "Yeah, like I'm ill," and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like it was. It that's was really that's for another. Uh, that's for another episode, but that was the most insane experience because I was all alone in New York City. With an unknown disease, we didn't know it was food poisoning until later. Unknown <laughs> disease. No, they had no idea what was wrong with me, and they were I know, like, I genuine. They, I went to. If you need doctor recommendations in the city, I've been to all of them because they <laughs> took me to every single doctor to figure out what was wrong. It was with like me. a tour of New York City, but the doctors. Oh, literally, I'm like best friends. I'm like gonna send them a Christmas card. And... But yeah, so we met that day, and then you had mentioned to me about Bianca because you were like, "Oh, have you met any other TikTokers?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, well, I met Bianca. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. And then I don't know. You followed her. Yeah, I did. I did follow you. I don't remember. Like, no, I think you didn't. I think you followed her when when I told you about her. Okay, so that you're welcome. I just got you a follower. I don't really (laughs) remember that timeline either, but I I just remember like seeing like one of your videos, that one about the dance studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like the first one I ever saw and probably the only one. Um, Just kidding. But. Yeah. Well, I don't remember seeing any of your videos. Exactly. So. But no, you had followed me on Instagram. And then I remember <laughs> you slid up on my story about my dog, Franklin, because you said something like, oh, you should bring Franklin to L.A. Or he was, he was, was a puppy. Yeah, yeah, he was a baby. So it must have been like, because so we got cute. him July, which was like a couple weeks after I met up with Becca. Yeah. So it was like all this was yeah. pretty close timeline wise. Um, Wait, why didn't you bring Franklin to L.A.? Him and Tuffy could have been the best of friends. I know. He would not behave on a plane yeah like i could not imagine putting him below the like Aww. below the plane he would cry yeah. he would he would hate it um so yeah he's a stay put he's a stay at home dog <laughs> but yeah because he doesn't like the car either but anyway so you slid up on my story and then we started talking 
And then at some point, did we make a group chat? Because I remember we group FaceTimed at some point. What was our group chat called? I don't know, but I'm just trying to remember how this all happened. Because what I remember is that we all FaceTimed that one time. And you were out shopping. Yeah. And I was like. We asked each other. The first thing I remember saying to you, we were you were like, wait, Lexi, how old are you? And I was like, I guess I was, what, 19? You were 20. I was 20 at the time. This was like five months ago or not five no, months ago it wasn't. i'm sorry that's so it's like a year ago <laughs> okay it feels like five months you're ago. 20 Wait. you're 20 i'm trying to think no it could not have been really i think so okay it must have been no, it all no. happened so it fast really 20 or like beginning of the semester 2021 mm-hmm. like or like january year. no yeah. not january no because we met up in 2021 oh yeah probably we met up in june 2021 and then I remember the three of us went live at some point. It was like, and we did our Mean Girls I had collab. COVID. I had COVID when we went live because oh, yeah. I was home. That's oh, why we yeah. Facetime so much because I was home and I wasn't running around like a crazy person. So I had the time to Facetime you guys at any time that worked for you guys. So we went live, and that was like first week September twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I was at school yet. Yeah, you weren't there yet, and then I don't know what you were doing. So long story short, she was nineteen or twenty. that was a really long-winded answer (laughs) so wait should we talk about how like we came up with a podcast idea well i'm trying i'm really trying to think about how we already talked about that a little bit i'm trying to think about what our group chat name was it wasn't anything we named it bar chat once we decided no there was another name well you named it podcast workers for co-workers Co-workers. that's our instagram no but we did have that in our um you know, actually, but it was probably just Lexi and Becca, like, in my phone. Like, we didn't have a set. I swear thing. it was named. Or it was probably, like, a SpongeBob meme reference or something that I put, like, as a placeholder. Oh, so I think funny, you though. did put it. Now it's just Bar Chat. We like, should change like that. Like, Krusty Krab or something. Like, I don't know. But it was not Bar Chat. Okay. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah. But once we started, like, talking more and, like, you know, we just ended up. We ended up FaceTiming a lot. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, I, and we don't. We FaceTime a lot now because, like, one, we have to, mm-hmm. but two, and then we end up, like, talking and stuff yeah. just because we always talk. But we FaceTime so much just because we wanted to, which was, like, cool because yeah. we just wanted to, like, catch up and, like, I don't know. I, there was a point, and I think it was when I had COVID, where I called you guys, like, every day. Yep. It's like, nice. a lot. Yeah. It's, it was really nice to have an internet internet besties it was because... Internet fr- it was so weird that, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, oh, but it was also friends. nice because when we were all at school, like, we're living our lives and our... We were so separate. Like, my friendship with you guys were so separate than the rest of my life going on. It was just such a nice escape and, like, such a yeah. nice friend. And, like, and it still is. Like, it's so nice to just, like, call you guys and be like, oh, this is what's going on in my like, life. I could tell you guys literally anything and it won't get back to anyone. Or, like, yeah. I could literally say <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. It's nice to have, like, someone who's a little separated from your life. Absolutely. Um, Day to day. And it's so, also, like, nice telling each other about things that it's like oh my people at school already know that i'm in my dance company but it's nice to tell like a new fresh yeah face about it and like oh like i'm doing this and then you guys can like actually be like oh that's so cool like i don't know like yeah. i like telling you guys because you're not there for it right. internet friends that's so fun i love that internet we're like friends i always i'm like oh they're my internet friends so then wait i have a question were you guys ever worried like meeting up or anything that we wouldn't be like what we were on the internet um well, we had like a whole day planned and like I remember just being really nervous before. I was so nervous. And to we meet couldn't you, find each other and then you seemed like we clicked right away and then same thing with Bianca. And she, she let me borrow me. her portable charger. I scared you? Well, yeah, because 
um, you taught an entire class before we actually spoke. That's so true. So you were yeah. like, hi. Were you nervous like, teaching in front of her? No. I was nervous that you were judging my technique and my dancing ability. So I was like, oh my God, I have oh, to I be was. on my A game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. I know you are. No, but no. I, I no, you were good. You now. You were good. Thank you. I don't get nervous teaching because I've been doing it for so long. Oh, I was that excited. Was another thing. I just remember being so shocked that you were like, normal and there was like not that serious no that you were serious yeah exactly and not like goofy funny all the time like you were actually being serious and i I was like this is weird i still am weird watching you teach because you like sometimes don't make jokes i'm like i make jokes all the time when i teach that's like my thing it's like literally stand up you just i you just get really normal (laughs) you're just really normal when you teach and i'm just not used to you being normal well i mean i have to be some sort of normal to like get a combo across (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like i feel Uh, like i just make a lot of jokes yeah you do yeah when we met bianca i can't really like base it off of anything because the first time we met we had already agreed to do a whole podcast together <laughs> and we had talked like every day on the phone for like six months or more so I know like, so it was like just whatever like the sec it was weird because so I guess we could talk about when we first met on FaceTime like I just didn't know what to expect but was like that we, the first time it was the first time we spoke like actually like a real conversation like I feel like we clicked yeah. very quickly because very soon into it, like, I was saying that the three of us should do a podcast. Because we are hilarious. You, I'm pretty sure you said that the first time we met. <laughs> like, in no, that conversation. Yeah. Did I really? Yeah, you're like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Or just, like, talking about it, like, nonchalantly. Well, you were like, it was just so fun. It was just so fun to meet other people that did the same little internet things that we do. Oh. Because um, people in our everyday life, like, although they're supportive of it, and it's just... It's different than someone being in it. It's the same thing with dance friends. We're so similar, but also so different. But the similarities are not the same similarities I have with my other friends. Yeah. That makes sense. So Mm -hmm. like having you guys to talk to about certain things, like you guys get it in a way that like not everyone else does. So I like having you guys. Right. Like it's not that bad to be friends with you guys, I guess. Whatever. (laughs) No, we were saying the other day, me and Lexi saying how I love how the three of us just do like bits. That last for like, like too are long. My favorite too kind of long. Friends, though, like I love having friends that can keep up with my bits and like my banter. Yeah, like, it's just like you need to go along with it and like let's do it. We and will it's have not planned. Like you just gotta pick up on it and go. And like yeah. let's do it. And like let's do well, it. And that's why I loved you guys when we did our live for the first time because we did it a one hour long bit about clogging it was an hour clogging <laughs> yeah. guys i'm not even joking we were talking about clogging and how like we had like whole backstories and everything about like right. our clogging. Her. we showed our moves yeah oh did my god really no I we remember. did we totally did and everybody was like leaving and the numbers kept dropping because and we did they not were, care like, they were like what's going on <laughs> we like, were literally just on facetime and people were watching like, i know that's what it was i know that's yeah. what this is i'm so sorry. sorry if you were there for that but like <laughs> Ugh, we can go on for so long. I love but talking. But that's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Moral of the story, we Wait, love Wait, you talking. should have a podcast. Maybe I should. Do you guys Ugh. think I should do it? Guys, I think we should do one. Do you want to do one with me? No, I'm okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much for watching I'm this in, episode. I'm the fifth. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of how the three of us met and became friends. Yeah. Um, but this was a really fun episode. It's nice to have organized questions that you guys yeah. asked us because a lot of the time we just kind of go off from like thoughts in our head and like it gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So this just felt a little bit more organized. And personalized for the viewer too. So Exactly. Because yeah, you guys wanted to hear this. If you yeah. heard your question, 
there you go. Like, <laughs> yes. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Bar Chat. Make sure you're subscribed to all of our social media and following us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TikTok, Instagram, and maybe more in the future. Um, with that being said, we will see you in two weeks for the final episode of Bar Chat Season 2. And we're super excited about it. So stay tuned and see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.